Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Mr. Stromboli. I'm Dr. Cash. And I'm Jay Probst. And today we are bringing you a special episode about the World Cup. The World Cup has officially been underway for the past week. And we have, I mean, I don't know if I can speak for the whole group, but we I've thoroughly enjoyed seeing for some sure. competitive soccer for sure. in November. Like we have every sport going right now, like between amazing. soccer and it's amazing. football and basketball. It's crazy. I mean, I know where I want to start. I want to start with Group B. I mean, I think we can all agree that what we saw is is very intriguing. It might not be the most intriguing, but it's the most important to most people listening right now, and that's yeah. the USA soccer team and their draw against England. I mean, uh-huh. I know Cash was rooting for England in this match, so like maybe he can give us some opposing information right now. Uh-huh. I mean, honestly, for me, from my perspective, it wasn't, like, a great game played by England, but, like, we're lucky to get out of it with the draw and to be, like, top of the group uh, heading into the third match day, I think is a positive because really the only way you don't make the knockout stages is if Wales beats you by, like, beats us by, like, five or more goals. So, honestly, Mm -hmm. like, it it wasn't that great a performance, and I still think... Southgate can toy around with his starting 11 like this is the time to do it um but I yeah. think yeah I think one of those uh mistakes in the starting 11 is to put in Phil Foden but other than that like I think you England was honestly lucky to get out of that game with the draw because U.S. created so many more chances towards the end I, of the game and I think that says something about like just from an American like American fan point of view like that says something about our team because I feel like we had a complete game except for that like final third not even final third but just putting the ball in the back of the net oh yeah and i I think pulsich had a few chances i mean there was there was moments when you're like mckinney had a few i think a few headers that like you're like the ball should have gone in but like you know it's just like they just can't find it like they can't find the goal yeah, I mean, being more clinical in front of the net is the takeaway from the U.S. side. And if you're yep. England, I'm I'm looking at this disappointed, but I'm saying, wow, we were really shaky on that back line, and we were mm-hmm. able to we were able to stay alive. So yeah. that's the the positive from England is like the defense played solid, and it, it felt like USA was like, I mean, the possession might indicate differently, but it felt like USA was primarily in control because England wasn't able to get enough chances on goal. I mean, if you really look at the game from their perspective, Harry Kane misses that really early chance right in front of the net because yep. Walker is in That's probably the best chance they got on and game. Yeah. That besides and the other the other one I was gonna say was when they that uh, towards the very back half of the game where Kane got a header off, but it went wide oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And those were the only two chances I would really say were like extremely good i mean they had some fast breaks here and there but like primarily from england it's going to be about showing up that attack i mean the usa defense is very good but they still i wouldn't say lot. good but they just played they played solid and i think they played as a group too so you had players coming back i mean i, I think covering. The, the defense is the strength right now for like usa and if i look at like yeah. if you look at these other teams USA plays very defensively because they're not as good, which is fine. But the amount of chances created have to increase if they want to move out of this group. 
Mm-hmm. And I think and, what you said, like the midfield, the defense is their strong point. So they, I mean, that's what they're playing through. And I think that's just not what's not what's not getting them enough goals because they aren't playing through that front line because they just don't have yeah. the quality, the talent at that those positions, especially at that top number nine. Yeah, I mean, we've we've heard the number nine pre-show, and I I would agree with that because. I mean, you hear almost every critic saying that, and they they mm-hmm. simply don't have that. I mean, Ricardo Pepe was one of the guys that got knocked off of this squad, and he's yeah. a striker. So, like, you're almost like wondering you... at this point if the squad is, like, going to be the end. And Gio Reyna, I don't know what's been happening with his mm-hmm. decision not to be playing, but, like, every single thing that you read about critiquing the squad will have Gio Reyna's name in it because it doesn't quite add up why he's not playing. Exactly. I mean, he's is he not supposed to, like he brings offensive attack. He is like I would say one of our better top two possibly forwards attacking forwards and I think if you you should he should be the first or second one off the bench. Him and Brendan Aronson. I think those are two best attacking subs if yeah. we play with the kind of lineups that we played with in our past game against Wales and England. I think those two guys should be automatic inserts in like 60th 70th minute and i mean they just haven't been at least at least um reyna has i mean aronson has gone playing time but i think reyna we need to see more from him especially um along i think him alongside pulisic maybe move pulisic up top or in that cam position i think that could really help us like kind of figure out some kind of some kind of spark you know that's what that's what we need basically yeah, I mean, to look at the other side of it, I mean, my my biggest question looking at the England team is, is is Harry Kane going to be able to perform at a high level? Because mm-hmm. that's, I felt like the quality, the chances of, the quality of chances was there, but the quality of finishing from such a good striker was not there in this present game. Yeah, and, think- and on, honestly, I feel like that, that USA game was probably one of the first games I saw where, like, Harry Kane, like, his size, like we know he's obviously on the bigger side of strikers, but like yeah. it kind of caught up to him. Like he was just, he couldn't move around in the box. And that's part of that's credit to USA defense. But like uh-huh. if you're Kane, like you either need to pass it or you can't just keep dribbling in the box because um, that, that allows the USA defense to catch up. And honestly, I, I don't think it will be a lingering issue, but it was just interesting to see that for the first time. Like he just looked like, like panic. Yeah, and I think also, like, he didn't have, like, first of all, he didn't capitalize on the opportunities that he got, like you said, but then I think he also didn't get as many chances at, as you might think as from an England side that's just, that has the quality, especially on those wings, you think, like, with guys like Gralish and stuff like that, Grealish, um, I feel like you should be able to get the ball into the box more for those headers, those kind of chip six-yard box kind of goals and i think that just wasn't there um which is credit to american uh american defense because they really focus in on that i mean you could see the fullbacks were getting back i think they played really good on trying to stop those outside wing players from clo- going in and kind of disrupting that doing what they usually do i think it was a good job yeah i think england needs to look at this wales team and, and kind of figure out everything that went wrong because Wales is also a pretty defensive team. We saw that in the USA game. So mm-hmm. Iran being able to break them open should show a blueprint. Yeah. 
Uh, but once again, defensive team that's coming up for England, and I think, obviously, I think they finish the top the group unless they lose, I guess. But I, I still see them advancing. I mean, the, yeah, the I only combination I, I can see is... Wales. Yeah, I mean, the only combination I would see would be England 1, uh, USA slash Iran 2, or USA 1, and England 2. Because I've... I mean, I don't see Iran... I don't see England losing, to be honest. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'd have to agree. I, I, I wouldn't make if that happened. That would be, that would be really bad for the for Great Britain in general, considering Wales <laughs> is inside of the UK. Yeah, the, the political standing of um, Great yeah, the Britain. political implications would be hilarious. Let's mm-hmm. move to Group C, which I think has been the most interesting yeah. group right now. I mean. You could maybe put the argument for Germany and company, but let's first. But no, yeah, see. this is definitely. I mean, <clears throat> Messi has the stage set and a game versus Poland to keep his group alive. Saudi has Mexico. Mexico has Saudi. Like everything's on the line here. I mean, which team are you most excited to see potentially leave this group? I mean, I'm excited to see if Messi survives because I think that Poland team is they're both going to be fighting for their lives basically right um the Saudi team is really good so they could they could possibly they could I could plausibly see them beating Mexico because that Mexico team that played today against Argentina was not good super defensive and I think with how Saudi Arabia has been playing um I, I know they didn't play their best against Poland but if they can somehow find some of that Argentina magic, then I think we could see them winning and moving on. Um, so that's that's one of the teams that I'm surprised, but also excited for to see move up, move on into the next round. I mean, honestly, for me, I can't. I want to see. I want to see. I, I want to see Poland and Argentina advance. Like it, it's super unlikely. I think Mexico would have to win by like a certain amount of goals. For that to happen, but I think I honestly think Poland and Argentina uh, deserve to move on. But again, I feel like Mexico has a good chance of beating Saudi Arabia because you look at like what they did the last two games, and you know they obviously they did they haven't really they haven't scored, but I feel like they've created like quality chances to to be able to score, and especially against a Saudi Arabian defense that wasn't as vulnerable to Argentina but um Poland was able to crack him open so I, th- I feel like if Mexico can do that and I feel like Jimenez needs to start if if that can happen I think Mexico can honestly pull out with the three points there but they have quality they have quality um and I feel like one of their more underrated players is um uh Vega Alexis Vega uh, I think he if he he has a big game, and they start Jimenez up up front with him. Then I, I feel like Mexico can come out with three points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm most interested. Uh, I mean, the most likely scenario it would be Mexico winning, which puts them at four points. But if Argentina and Poland draw, that moves those guys on. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to see that Saudi Arabia team win the group, and Mexico and Argentina get a draw. That would just be extremely funny which i know it's not about that but i just think that would be hilarious considering they're getting rolls royces 
as a consolation prize <laughs> if they lose to Mexico. Yeah. They're gonna go home and get a nice car and celebrate their country because they beat Argentina. Argentina. But like, if they can get the job done, that would be quite spectacular. The Mexico team has been critiqued also, like the entire pre World Cup, and they get to the World Cup, they don't have two great results. I mean, they looked weak against Argentina for most of the game, and Argentina felt like they were on the cusp of a goal. And when they scored, it was like Mexico, like lost their touch. Like they didn't know what to do. Uh, I mean, I feel like they didn't even have the touch at the beginning of the game. Yeah, they couldn't decide whether they wanted to attack or defend, and that's what led to Argentina's second goal. I mean, they just looked messy, which is ironic considering (laughs) Argentina beat them. I agree with Doctor Cash there that uh, Poland and Argentina deserve to make it out of the group. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think Poland, I think Argentina definitely, after that Mexico performance, I think they had the, they've shown that they're they're capable of, like we all thought, World Cup finalist kind of teams. Um, but I think I, I would love to see Poland, I'd love to see Lewandowski um, into the knockout stages. Um, Same. And, I think I think it just all holds on. Can Mexico and Saudi Arabia can Mexico win? Because if they do, then you're looking at most likely Poland and um, Argentina are going to make it in. Um, so it's it's basically all on. Does can Mexico win? Can they find some kind of attacking threat at all? Um, and I think that's basically that's what this game hinges on. Is that Saudi Arabia? Mexico game. I think that's looking at that result, you can kind of tell can Poland and Argentina make it, or is it either going to be one or the other? And I think if it's one or the other, I think Argentina, they're just, they're just, they have Messi and there's so much quality around Messi too that I think just is not there on that Poland team. Yeah, real quick, what, what are y'all's predictions here for this group? Who, who, who finishes one and two? Personally, I think one. I think one, you got Argentina. Two, you got Saudi Arabia. I think it's going to be Poland one, Argentina two, then, and a draw. Because honestly, I haven't been that convinced about Argentina's attack. Uh And I feel like Poland's defense can hold up. And I think think they'll both score, but I think it's going to be a draw. So I'm going to say Poland one, Argentina two. I'm going to go Poland one, Mexico two. I think Mexico wins. I think Poland's defense played dominant enough to... I don't know. I've not been sold on this Argentina team. You think Mexico's really, going to score like three? No, 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 no. I think I think Poland will win the game. I think it will be one or two, two oh. one or one nil. I think it will be a close game though. I, I do see Jeez. Mexico beating the Saudis at least though. I'm going to skip over. Wait, I don't know. Go ahead. No, I, I was just saying. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just don't trust Mexico at this point. I don't think a lot of people do. Um, we just, oh, I, why? I don't trust them. I see a weaker opponent in front of them, and I think uh-huh. they're going to find a way to win that game, despite Dang. the momentum. I know there's momentum. I'm rooting for the Saudis, though. I just want to see an upset huh. come out that's that big. I'm going to skip Group D. I think there's enough said about what's going on there. Let's go to – yeah. let's talk about E and F. I mean, G and H we haven't seen enough of. Cause we're yeah, I think I think we're just gonna talk about those teams that played two matches at this point um, on a Sunday night. Um, so yeah, I think looking at this group E, first of all, um, 
you got Spain atop with four points, and you got Japan, Costa Rica on three, and then you have Germany at the bottom with one after that um, tie with Spain. Um, so what do you guys I think, think? I I think it's perfect. It's perfect for Germany. <laughs> oh really? It it's it's a perfect scenario for them right now, and and them salvaging that tie was so important. Because I mean, Japan yeah. could have shut the door today if they finished out with a with a win. If they if Japan wins this game, what happens? Japan's atop the group; they're safe. Yeah. And now you have to hope that you figure Spain out a way loses. to get on top of Spain. Yeah. yeah. So Japan losing it, it creates a scenario where Germany gets to play a weaker Costa Rica team, which I I I see them beating, and they just looked stronger in that last 20 minutes after Spain scored they really wanted a goal and they almost got the second one the first one was nice um I don't know I see them beating Costa Rica and uh I think Spain takes care of business against Japan so I think this scenario just is perfect for Germany yeah I think Spain when you look at it they're pretty comfortable I mean they are they are going to be resting any players but they're definitely going to be comfortable with that seven goal differential um, plus yeah. seven, and I think you can see them. I think possibly taking a draw against Japan, um, but just just playing that high possession game. You know, it's going to be very limited scoring. And if Germany can run up the score on Costa Rica, if they know this is the game that they need to win, and if they need to win it convincingly, I think they have the. I think they have the senior players to kind of put instill that, and then you also have young guys like Havertz and Musiala who can kind of inject that energy but then you have Muller kind of those guys who can kind of bring in the expertise and I think that's the kind of blend that you're hoping for that can kind of just show up against Costa Rica and you can just smash them and hopefully book your ticket because I I would hate to not see Germany in the knockout stages yeah honestly I feel like the strength the strength and depth here with Spain is what convinces me that there, there's no flaw there's no flaw like within that squad and and I, I for germany to keep up with them i feel like was a tough ask because spain is they're, they're so deep to the point where you have players like morata coming off the bench um and you have you have veterans mixed in with you know like busquets mixed in with gavi and pedri and ferran mm-hmm. torres so i feel like the spain group is just perfectly like balanced and for japan to beat them it was a tough ask but like i mean sorry not japan germany to beat them was a tough ask but for the germans to come out with the draw i feel like is a positive result and now they obviously go into the costa rica game um with with the chance that they could still advance so it's really going to come down to whether germany's veterans i feel like muller sane if they can help you know, bring that f- attack forward because as of right now, it's really been the young guys that, that are propelling this uh, Germany team to gold. So if Germany don't get it together, it's it's going to be tough because I think this probably will be Mueller's last World Cup, at least. A lot uh, of those guys. Yeah, as a starter, at least. So this could potentially come down to whether those veterans can really step up. And I, I think Spain will beat Germany. I mean, excuse me, Japan. And uh, I think 
Germany will get back get get past Costa Rica. So I have Spain, Germany. But you know, mm-hmm. it would be super crazy if Costa Rica were to advance, especially after that seven zero opening defeat. Yeah, yeah, and, and a win and a win does so. Just to mm-hmm. know yeah. that. Uh huh. And I I think to your point, um, just want to talk about Spain. I think. The biggest thing for us is that attacking threat because we already knew they were going to be good on defense. They were going to be super good in the midfield, right? You have those guys. And I think just seeing the emergence of Ferran Torres, um, players like Alvaro Morata, and those wide players, those number nines, those goal scorers, seeing them emerge, I think that has really convinced me personally, and I think a lot of people, that this Spain team can go far because they can score goals because that's been the issue this entire time. Can Spain score goals? And they've shown against Germany, they scored a few goals. And then against Costa Rica, you score seven goals. I think that sure Costa Rica might be a weaker side, but they still have a quality goalkeeper in Navas. And they also, they're world cup side. They're playing in the world cup. Okay. They're one of the top 32 teams in the world. And I think that, that kind of, put it throwing seven on them like i don't no team has done that yet in the world cup to that extent and i think that you're kind of saying spain like they can score goals i think that's the that's the biggest thing yeah spain's definitely been uh probably one of the most if not the most impressive team in the world cup i mean the only other team i could really nod to right now is france Mm -hmm. um and then but we'll see tomorrow but so far brazil but I mean, I think the storyline in this group is still Germany and if they can get a result to move on because they have been just disappointing the past few years. And there's been a lot of, from the Euros to the previous World Cup, there's been a lot of questioning on whether this German team needs some restructuring inside their federation. But you you calm the critics with a nice win against Costa Rica and hopefully an advancement. Um. And I think that's what you're going to have to try to look for right now. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, I think you you definitely have to calm the critics. And I think that's that's just what this World Cup has been about. I mean, I think few teams, you know, like in Group F, um, like Belgium, who have had a lot of critics. Um, and I think the critics might be right. I mean. You're looking at this group F, Croatia top four, Morocco tied with them at four, and then you have Belgium on three and Canada on zero. And Belgium have just not looked convincing at all. They lose to Morocco. They beat Canada in a very lopsided game for Canada. So Canada, I think they probably should have won that game. They just couldn't get any shots in the goal. Um, Despite like, what was it, like 15 shots on target or something, 15 shots on goal. It was something crazy like that some crazy amount I mean, like that yeah let me just just quickly add i feel i'm disappointed that canada was out this early yeah because right. they, they they seemed like an underdog it. team and they really did not deserve that yeah exactly i mean yeah just watching that croatia game i mean after that fonzi goal it seemed like there was some spark and then croatia just went crazy man mm-hmm. they which just is what i was absolutely ex- crazy. i mean in this group i was expecting croatia at one uh-huh. What happened at two and three? I was not expecting Morocco to be in the running, which but I, I was love impressive it, man. in I itself. Love it. I, I that is the new underdog team right now because they are in a great position mm-hmm. to move on right now, which is exactly. 
fortunate for them because now they have they have Canada left. Who's and the other two out. have to play each other? Exactly. And I mean, if you're Morocco, you're thinking like at least gonna be a tie, right? Um, and if it's at least a tie, that you're in, right? Um, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, if it, I just realized that. Yeah, tie if wins. It's at least a tie. Yeah, you're in. So, I think that Morocco side is just crazy, especially after that Belgium win. I mean, you could say a few things like maybe that first goal wasn't. It it was amazing, but at the same time, you're like, how many times does that happen to Courtois? Like, how many times does he just fall asleep? But at the same time. It's filled with quality. I mean, you have Hakimi, you have Masrawi, you have Ziyech. Like those, those guys have been balling out. And I think <clears throat> Morocco is playing. I think just great football. And I'm, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. I think what the most interesting thing right now that you can talk about is Morocco gets the win, right? They're at seven mm-hmm. points, and Croatia and Belgium figure out a way to tie, and then Costa Rica or Japan move on. That creates a first-round matchup with Morocco winning the group, playing Japan or Costa Rica in the first round. I mean, who would have predicted something like that? Exactly, exactly. I mean, just losses. I mean, you have Germany. You have just Belgium. Like, these teams, Belgium was ranked number two. FIFA FIFA ranked them number two in the entire world. And they're about to be knocked out out of the group stages. Like That is crazy. Yeah. All right, so, like, I mean, I'm personally rooting for Morocco right now, but what do you guys think uh, the final group standings will be in Group F? I mean, I I personally, I think it's going to stay as it is. I think Croatia beats Belgium and Morocco. They Either they tie or they beat Canada. I don't really care. Um, They they make it number two. I think that's the group, Croatia, Morocco, one and two. Um, Yeah, done and dusted. Honestly, I think... I think I'm going to go, I'm going to say Croatia easily will top that group. Mm-hmm. But actually, wait, it's it's Belgium-Croatia last day, right? So I'm, I think Belgium's going to top the group. I, I, I know they're old, but I think there's, I don't think they, they go out. Like I, I just don't see it. They have, they still have a lot of quality on that squad. So I don't think they go out. I'm going to say Belgium-Croatia. Interesting. Dang. I mean, I want to see Belgium survive. I really do. I just Bruyne, they've I mean, they've just that. looked so poor. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Morocco one. I think they win. I think there's a draw in the other match. So I'm gonna go Croatia two. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. And that I think that Canada goes us... out with the bang. Really? You think Canada wins? Yeah, I think they go out the bang. Dang. Well, I mean, that would that's... certainly make it interesting. That would certainly make it interesting. And that's that's it for our predictions. Um, and I, to wrap this episode up, um, we got the probes with the dubs. And today, our probes with the dubs is the entire um, Ecuador national team. Um, they're currently second in the group. I mean, you beat Qatar in your first game. You tie with Netherlands after that very good goal. Um, and I think just... This Ecuador team is, first of all, not meant to. No one, no one saw this Ecuador team coming. It was supposed to be Netherlands, Senegal, top of this group, and then you have Enter Valencia, who has been absolutely balling. Um, 
He's been going crazy. Um, I personally think they're gonna talk. They're gonna make it into the knockout stages. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, that's because they're a dub. Uh, yeah. So Ecuador, double probably with a dub. That is the team um, that we're marking for this episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would have to agree with that dub. They have been a solid team thus far in the world cup that wraps up today's special world cup episode thank you guys so much for listening and make sure to check out our website at rewindthattape.com and hit us up with a follow on social media we're everywhere you can find us instagram facebook twitter wherever you can find us we're probably there so hit us up with a follow and we'll see you guys on the next one peace